Hello, and welcome Meet the Alex. I'm Matt. And I'm Ellie. And we're so happy to have you with us here today for our bi-weekly-ish podcast. Woohoo! Woo-hoo. So, honey, since we last talked, since we were last on the air or whatever, what have you, what's been going on? Well, I've actually had a rough week. Yeah? Yeah, maybe a rough few weeks. I don't know. I got sick at the beginning of the month and um, just haven't felt 100% healthy. Mm. A lot of people are getting sick right yeah, now. Yeah, the flu is pretty pretty bad it's right awful. now. It's awful. On my Facebook, I keep seeing people testing positive for the flu. Yeah. Whole families. Yeah. It's terrible, but There's been deaths from the flu. Oh it's gosh, been it's don't been even crazy. Say it. I know. So, um and I don't think I I may have had the flu. I'm not sure. At one point it was pretty bad, but um I don't know. I've just been kind of in a funk, not feeling you know, real excited about life. Yeah. And having a hard time. I um, am doing better this week, though. Yeah. I'm doing better. Some things that are helping me is um, I did some hobbies over the weekend. Yeah. I think when people get down, they forget about doing stuff. That doing stuff they yeah. enjoy. They just yeah. feel like doing nothing or something. But um, I did some of my crafting, which I'm not like a big pinterest crafter or anything but i mean my extent of crafting is like slapping some craft paint on something but um it's, it's more than mine it's still fun and i still enjoy it and when i look at like what i did i'm excited about it so well what you did looks really nice it's really good i repainted a wooden large letter i don't know how to describe that that you would hang on your it's like door a cursive letter m yeah you would hang it on your door um for Malik. Yeah, and I just changed it up, which I like it a lot. So yeah, if you don't like what you did on something, put a new coat on. Yep. <laughs> Do something what, else. What did you have? Right now, it's like a it's like a uh, a maroon. Well, I call it like a brick red. Well, whatever. <laughs> what did you have it as earlier, before? It was these like chevron stripes, but it didn't look good. <laughs> yeah. It looked good on the wall in the paint it yourself place. Yeah. But when I did it, yeah, it didn't good. You're good. like, I'm gonna change it. I left it up there for like a year, like that. But I always meant now to was fix it, it white stripes with the it was white and, and the and the reddish okay. color. But I like that color. The color that I put on there from I bought it at Michaels. I feel like matches the red I'm going for in our living room a lot better. Yeah. So I'm yeah, excited it about does. it. Looks good. And um, some other things that help is just putting on worship music and um, yeah. And doing your devotionals, even if you're just not feeling it. And I just feel like all of that's an investment and that it will pay off eventually. Mm-hmm. And um, so I feel like it's paying off today. I'm feeling better today. Yeah. So. Well, you've been busy today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You went over to the school and helped make popcorn. And Actually, I didn't. Um, didn't. I was on call for that if she needed me. It okay. was kind of, kind of a long story. but So you stayed at your friend's house the whole time? No, no. I went to the school because I am I do a, um, I chair a, an event mm. um, in a few months. Yeah. And I was looking in the closet to make sure to see what all we had. Mm. And I'm going to need to order more supplies and stuff. So gotcha. I was just kind of getting ready for that. Gotcha. How, how have you been? I've been good. I've been good. I've been um, disciplined to stay working out and trying to eat healthy now trying is the optimum word there because i have been cheating way too often <laughs> on my diet most of the time it rice I cheat. crispy treats oh my gosh my son 
This is hilarious. My son. Who doesn't son, eat any cookies doesn't eat or cake. anything at all, hardly at he all. He eats Oreos, Oreos and candy. Yeah. But he doesn't he comes eat ice cream. We're having rice for dinner. He says, I want Rice Krispie treats. He and said he saw the rice and he thought if we had marshmallows to this, we can make <laughs> Rice Krispie treats. So he says, I want, so I take So him Matt th- hops into the car and says, let's go, which is so not like you. <laughs> You're normally like, no, we're not going. Yeah. So we go to the store. We buy some name brand Rice Krispies, that, which my wife got on me about. We bought the cheap, the cheap kind is just as good. We bought the name brand marshmallows, the cheap which kind is no, just it's as not. Good. No, it's not. It is way different. <laughs> the cheap kind is drier, is not as what? gooey. Oh my god! Yes, it's true. It's no. true. We'll do. You it. get the what? jet. You get the jet puffed kind. You get Listen. the name brand kind if you're doing s'mores and if you're doing Rice Krispie treats. Listen, we'll do a blindfolded no, taste test. I don't need to do a blindfold taste test because I can tell the difference. The boys, everybody, listen. I should. If make you those disagree with me party. on this and you're listening right now, please let us know and like. I, I'll make name brand and non-name brand for the Super Bowl party yeah. for the teenagers, and then I'll have you t- do anyway, a blindfolded taste test. Anyway, so we made Rice Krispie treats. My youngest son helped me, quote unquote, helped me make them. He stood and watched as I did all. He stirred. He stirred a little bit, but you know, when those marshmallows started getting melted. Hey, ever since he's been like four, he's been into baking and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he likes to help. So we did that. Um, let's see. I've been working out a lot. I've been doing um, a bunch of beach body workout stuff and mm-hmm. and uh, been trying to diet, you know, trying Yeah, is the word, like I said. But I'm doing better. My um, I haven't lost any weight, but I've lost percentage of my body fat. So That's good. I guess that's... That's a win. So anyway, that's what's been going on with me. We are. I'm also excited about what we're going to be doing with youth here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Where we're going to uh, the Creation Museum and I'm excited. And some other stuff. So that should be really fun. I've heard such good things about that place. Yeah. So we're gonna have a blast doing that and just hanging out with them. And hotels and are fun with a group of people. Yeah. It'll be good. There's a pool at the hotel, so the boys will love gonna that. be swimming in there and. I'll go in with the kids. I'm, I'll be the party pooper. Like, I don't want to go swimming. Really? No, probably not. I'll try to be loosened up. Okay. I'm trying to be more loose with my Sometimes family. Sometimes you're an old grumpy man. I know. At 38, I'm old <laughs> and grumpy. <laughs> That's I'm scared what's going to happen at 70. <laughs> That's I'm scared. <laughs> anyway, so what else is going on, honey? Anything, anything exciting in your life? Is there um, somebody's birthday coming up soon? My baby's turning nine. Oh, no. I can't take it. He's turning nine, going on 29. And, and that means so in old. one year, he'll be double digits. I know. It's so weird. I remember it seemed like yesterday where we were having a hard time conceiving. And we wanted a baby sober, super bad. And we were desperately. Now, all of a sudden, he's about to turn nine. I know. This is crazy. I don't like it. It kind of segues into what we're going to be talking about today. Does it? Yeah, in a way, because we felt like when we were trying to have, trying to get pregnant, we felt like it was an impossible situation. Everything yeah. we were trying, we even went to the fertility doctor, and there's nothing. Everything that we did was not working. Mm-hmm. It was very frustrating and very discouraging. Yeah, they wanted to do more hormones and whatnot, and, and we just decided we, no. I said I just need a break. I'm tired and. I'm broke. And people, so. and if you're, and if you're struggling with this, you're gonna hate what I'm about to say. But we stopped trying, and we got pregnant. Yeah, I'm not saying that happens with everybody. No, but that's what happened with us. Mm-hmm. We basically trusted God, 
and we just relax. Well, that doesn't mean people who I try know, aren't trusting God. Well, we were trusting God too with the fertility stuff. Yeah. It was just frustrating. It was very frustrating. It, we thought we we're never going to have kids. I just wanted to take a step back and like take a break because I was so worn out. Yeah. Me too. And I was discouraged. I was, mm-hmm. I didn't know if something was wrong with me. And Yeah. And it did feel impossible. And so I was reading in Mark chapter five the other day. Um, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's, it's 20 verses. But if you want to read, it's Mark chapter 5, verses 1 through 20. And in this story, it's a story about the demon-possessed man and how Jesus restores him. And it, it, it talks about how he crossed, Jesus crossed the lake. And when he got out of the boat, a man with an impure spirit came from the tombs to meet him. And this man lived in the tombs, and no one could bind him anymore, not even with a chain. For he had been, um, he had been chained hand and foot, but he tore the chains apart and broke the irons on his feet. No one was strong enough to subdue him night and day among the tombs and the hills. He would cry out and cut himself with stones. And, and what we see here is a situation that seems impossible. The whole city, the whole town was trying to restrain him, was trying to help him, was trying to do what they could, but he was just so demon-possessed that he was just breaking all the chains, breaking everything apart. And here comes along Jesus. You know, Jesus comes into a situation that seems impossible. And when he saw Jesus from a distance, he came, he ran to him and fell on his knees and says, he shouted stop his voice, what do you want with me? Um, Jesus, in, in God's name, don't torture me. For Jesus said to him, come out of this man, you impure spirit. See, Jesus, he comes up to this impossible situation. And I think there's some people at home today that's listening that maybe you have an impossible situation going on in your life where you uh, you don't know how things are going to get fixed. Maybe uh, impossible situations can look at anything from um, massive debt to marriage problems to having kids that that you try to raise right but are living rebelliously. Um, you could have crippling sickness. Um, what are the things that you think that might be an impossible situation, hon? Anything can yeah. feel impossible, even if it's not actually impossible, but it can feel that way. Especially if you've been praying about it for a while. Yeah, and it, nothing's happening. And you're just like, God, you don't hear me. You don't understand. And and here comes Jesus to this impossible situation. And the second thing I noticed is that the situation was scared of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus wasn't scared of the situation. Right. And, and I think a lot of times we need to understand that that when we're faced with an impossible situation, when we're faced with anything that we've been struggling with or praying with, praying about for a long time, we we need to just eventually say, Jesus, it's yours. And just let Jesus come into the situation completely. Even if you've been praying with it, maybe uh, I, I know for my myself, there's been times with that seemed like impossible situations. I would pray about it, but I really wouldn't release it. I wanted to fix it. I was like, "Yeah, God, you need to fix it my way. How do you know if you've released it or not? I think you just need to continue to release it. Continue just to give it to God. You know, we read in our devotions yesterday about how God, how God does not renege on his promises, but how a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like a day. How we can't, we can't um, go up to God and say, God, you need to do this in my timetable. What, what if his timetable is different than ours? And we need to release these impossible situations to him. And we need to realize that when he comes into the scene, he, will take care, he can handle our impossible situations. Um, and so 
So uh, we see this man, he's, he's demon-possessed, and the demons are begging him not to torture them. And he said, they said, send us among the pigs that we may go, so, that, so allow us to go into them. And he gave him permission. They left him, they went into the pigs, and the pigs jumped off the cliff and all drowned. Um, those ten of the pigs ran off, reported this in the town, and, and countryside, and people went out to see what had happened. When they came to Jesus, they saw the man who had been possessed by a legion of demons sitting there, dressed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. The third thing we see is that the change in the man scared others. Hmm. I think sometimes change, like when we get our change, when we get our change in our impossible situation, it'll scare others, but it might even scare ourselves. Yeah. It's like, oh, we... Well, we're just going to wait for the other shoe to drop. Yeah. God just blessed me. But it's really not going to be real because I've been struggling with this for so long. We're finally pregnant, but uh, maybe there's going to be miscarriage. Mm. And you're scared, and you do, and you need to keep trusting God. Or I finally got this job opportunity, but then can I do the job? Mm-hmm. And so we need to we need to understand that sometimes uh, the change that God brings about the the change in the impossible situation is going to scare people around us or even ourselves and, and so we need to um we need to allow ourselves to accept what god has done in our life or is about to do in our life we need to come to terms with that and thank god for it you know what i'm saying we need to thank him for for the change for the for the intervening into the impossible situation maybe you have a son or a daughter that that has been living so rebellious, then they get saved, and maybe you're scared that they're going to go back. Yeah, or you don't, you don't like work on the relationship. You just kind yeah, of yeah, because you think it's going to fall apart. You don't yeah. want to invest yourself too much. You know, we need to instead of and what the people did is they begged Jesus to leave instead of saying, "Jesus, look what you did for this 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 demon possessed man that no one could subdue. that no one could subdue or help." Here's our sick. Heal them. Yeah, heal heal these other people. Or here's my issue. Can you intervene in my impossible situation? We we need to allow ourselves to not um, be scared by the change in the in the situation or in the impossible situation. And then, as Jesus was getting in the boat, the man who was demon possessed begged to go with him, and Jesus didn't let him, but said, "Go and, and go now and go back to the Decapolis and and." So he went away, and he told them how much Jesus had done for him, and all the people were amazed. The fourth thing that so I he testified. Yep, the fourth thing I saw is that he testified. The changed man changed others. Mm-hmm. We need to allow when God listen when God moves in an impossible situation. We need to tell others about it. That's our testimony. Yeah. You know, we we own that we had a hard time conceiving. And when we run into people that are having a hard time saying, listen, we were there too. We understand. And we use it as a ministry opportunity to share Jesus with others and, and share with him how, how, how he was gracious enough to us to give us two amazing boys. So that's what I wanted to share about today. Any thoughts, honey? Um, I think that's good. And um, I think that you, I think sometimes God does a miracle and then you you move on and you don't look yeah. back, you know, and you don't remember how good it was. Exactly. So. Yeah, I think that that's a good point, hon. Um, 
I was reading in Joshua, um, I'm reading in Joshua right now, and I think it was in Joshua 2 or 3, um, no, in Joshua chapter 4, after they crossed the Jordan River, God told them to grab stones, one stone for each tribe, and build a monument to remind them of what God brought them out of. Yeah, and I almost want to do that when God does amazing miracles for us. I Yeah. I don't know, not an altar, but just like a... And it's not something to worship, but something no, to remind something us. No, something to remind us. I don't know what that would look like. Mm-hmm. But anyways. Oh, it's going to look different for every situation. Yeah. It's going to it's going to look different in every Well, what do you think what do circumstance? you when you say it's going to look different? Like well, what like, do you think it'll look like? Like for example, I don't know. Some people might literally go take some rocks and carve into them about what God did in their life on such and such day. Others other people might scrapbook about it. Other people, you know, yeah. it's something just something that 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 will help you remember. Maybe it'll be you literally put a reminder on your phone once a year to that remind you of what God did. Day. Yeah, I mean, it could be anything. Yeah, um, it doesn't have to be mounting pillars or a bunch of stones in certain right. places. Right, um, that's a good idea. You know, and also right after um, the Israelites defeated Ai um, in in Joshua, they also they went to they went to a mountain and they sacrificed and they made an altar to God and they celebrated to remember. And so, yeah, we need to remember. We need to share that. But we not only do we need to remind ourselves, but we need to share it with other people. Yeah. I want to share about God healing me. Yeah, do it. Okay. So last November, so to back up, for three years I've had severe back pain from mm-hmm. a bulging disc and last November I was watching a service online and um, the woman who was speaking was praying for people and she said to whatever however you got injured to forgive in that situation so if you were in a car accident you would forgive whoever hit you or if it was a pure accident you may be holding a grievance against yourself for being irresponsible or whatever happened, you know. Um, and for me, I overdid it following a minor foot surgery um, to where I was kind of bored and I thought I would rearrange this room. Yeah. And there were like heavy boxes and I was stepping over things all while wearing a surgical shoe and I threw my back out. And so... I didn't feel like I was mad at myself about it, but I went ahead and said um, the prayer she was saying about forgiving myself for doing that and prayed for myself, and immediately I felt relief. Immediately. Yeah, and it has never been like it was. Now, I still struggle with some achiness in my lower back, and I think, Lord, what's going on with that? Um, But it was like... I was wearing an ice pack at work. And a heating pad. You'd be a heating pad at home, an ice pack at work, plus a ton of medicine. medicine chiropractor. Chiropractor, physical therapy. Um, I did an epidural steroid shot. I mean, I tried everything and have not had to take hardly any medicine And then since. you forgive yourself. Then I forgive myself and pray for healing. <laughs> and you're healed. I was wearing those inside patches and yeah, I remember rubbing like some lotion on your back. That was like a topical yeah 
like numbing. I can't remember what all we tried. I mean, I was trying everything. It hurt so bad. It was like a burning. It was so bad. It was such a bad pain. Yeah. I mean, it was tender to the touch and swollen like my spine. Yeah, I remember. It yeah. was weird. But anyways, so I'm I'm praising God for my healing. I haven't really said much about it because I thought, Lord, why am I still achy? Am I not all the way healed? But it's a completely different mm-hmm. pain. And yeah. I think he can still heal that as well. So I'm just going to keep praying and believing. And so, you know, like like you said, that was like point number two. There, you, you know, there's times where you're thinking maybe I shouldn't rejoice in this because but you're you're like no, I'm not gonna be scared of this situation. I know anymore. there was a time where I was like, I don't think I'm gonna say anything yet because it's like not complete. Yeah. But it's amazing, and I'm still excited about it. It's yeah. life changing for me. I remember, I remember, I've been healed a few times of a few things, but I remember one that was probably the craziest one was when I was at Brownsville. I was having a hard time sleeping at night. I had a little bit of insomnia. Is that when you can't sleep? Insomnia. Yes. Okay. Um. Narcolepsy is the other one, right? Anyway, um, I had a little insomnia. I would, get, I would never, I could have a hard time sleeping through the night. And I went to church, and uh, I went to church at Brownsville at a service. And Steve Hill, he, um, and Steve Hill, he said, "Listen, if you have a hard time sleeping, I feel like God wants to heal you." And I That's raised awesome. my hand, and listen to this day. To this day, I've never had a hard time sleeping. No, in the I've night. never. I never knew you had a hard time sleeping. I never have since we've known each other. I've always slept. Like I mean, a I never rock. even knew you did in college. I literally lay my head down and I'm out. Yeah. Maybe there's a few times I will stay up awake for ten minutes. Yeah. But never for hours. Like I used That's to stay awake for hours, I tossing and turning. That. And I would just I would try everything. I'd pray. I'd oh read the goodness. Bible. I just could not. I, I could, and I was too poor to buy sleeping aids <laughs> so i didn't do that and so anyway back in your burrito so, days yeah yeah <laughs> frozen burritos man frozen burritos and ramen anyway so uh those are a couple of our healing stories and um, if you have anything any any things that's happened in your life please share them with us we would love to share them with other people on our on our uh next podcast if you're okay with that but even if you don't, and listen, just share them with us, share them with other people. We need to share with people yeah. the things that God's done in our life because other people need to hear that God still works and he still That's moves. That's awesome. For more information about us or our podcast, go to eaglesviewchurch.com slash Maliks. Or if you'd like to suggest a topic or ask a question, go to eaglesviewchurch.com slash contact us and that'll come straight to us. Yes. Or you can send us a message on Facebook. Either way is fine. Yeah, with whatever us. works for so, you will be great. All right. Well, hon, do you want to pray to close us out? Lord, thank you so much for this time. And I just pray, God, that you would bless, Lord, what we've discussed and that people would um, be blessed and encouraged today and that their burdens would be lifted by you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks, guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye.